Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, DJs, I need to tell you about MyBookie.ag. They are the industry's best online sportsbook and casino. And boy, do they have a deal for you. Sign up now using the promo code AbsoluteDGen. And the fine folks at MyBookie will match you dollar for dollar up to 1,000 smackaroos. That is extra money you can bet on NBA, NHL, UFC, boxing, and of course, Major League Baseball. Because baseball is back in full swing. We want you all to hit a grand slam by betting, winning, and getting paid with MyBookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it's Thursday after The Daily Show, which can only mean one thing. We're talking UFC with James. What's going on, James? I'm doing very well. Thank you. How about yourself, mate? Hey, man, I can't complain. How have you been holding up? Um, Yeah, not too bad, really. I apologize for not showing up last week. I thought, you know, since uni is finished, I thought I'd take a a little break just to go up to Cardiff to see my mates. And uh, yeah, I can only apologize for missing last week's show. But it it feels weird, though, doesn't it? Because we haven't had that much action over the last like couple of weeks or so and i think after this weekend's fight card there's another two weeks before the pay-per-view showdown between conor mcgregor and dustin Poirier. so there's been a couple of breaks here and there and it just feels weird to you know to be talking in ufc again it is it is weird so two weeks we get the matchup with uh, Poirier and uh, entrepreneur <laughs> conor mcgregor yes sir july 10th i'm thoroughly looking forward to it i think the whole world is <laughs> yeah this will be a fun one this will be fun see if connor's head's in the game <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he loses again, there's still going to be people saying, oh, his head's not in the game. We'll wait for his next fight, and then his head will be in the game. There's just excuse after excuses. Eventually, when you become as big as Conor <laughs> and you get pulled in every direction, it's tough to yeah. stay focused on one thing. Oh, 100%. I mean, you look at obviously his whiskey business, his clothing brand. He's obviously got his fitness apps and all that. Now, it's very tough to you know keep his MMA head screwed on, really. Right, right. And, and plus, he's, he's got, got all a, the money in the world. He, yeah. he's, he's up a life. Yeah, right, right, right. And he's got his meeting with his lawyers every week to, to you know to, to figure out how they're going to plead <laughs> yeah. to the latest crime. Yeah, no scrapping old men in bars, please. Kind of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Save it after the fight. Right, right. Oh, boy. Good times. All right, well, shit, man. Let's get to work. Let's do it. Let's do it. What do you got? Yeah. Um, well, obviously, we've got the main event between Cyril Garner and Alexander Volkov. <laughs> when you look at this fight, I'm actually really looking forward to this one. I mean, you've got Cyril Garner, who's 8-0, and he's got a mixed record. You know, he's got a couple of knockout wins, submission wins, decision wins. Obviously, he's coming off of that win against Jozino Rosenstreich a couple of months ago. And many people were, you know, complaining about Silgana's performance, but to step in there and go the full 25 minutes with Jozino Rosenstreich, it does take some doing because Jozino, you know, he is a true knockout artist. And I think Silgana approached it cautiously and was very conservative in his approach for the, <clears throat> the majority of the fight. So I don't blame him at all. Uh, when you look at Gunn, he comes from a Muay Thai background that includes a 7-0 seven, seven and no pro record in that organization. And he has a combination of, um, and his combination of athleticism, power and size makes him an intriguing fighter to watch in the heavyweight division because he works well behind his jabs. He throws powerful overhands that can be tough to pick up at times due to his like, awkward Muay Thai style. 
And he's just, he just does some of his best work at the clinch and his cardio is impressive given, you know, all heavyweights, they struggled to go the full 25. But Garner showed in his last fight that he is capable of going the distance and still pushing forward. I think when you look at uh, Sil Garner, I think his, you know, his wrestling, his grappling is still not up to scratch just yet. But I think you look at the the bigger heavyweights, there's, they really tend to wrestle. And I think he won't be worried about the wrestling in this fight with Volkov, who is a natural uh, a striker at heart. I think once you fight Curtis Blades uh, for Sil Garner, that's when you should probably start worrying about your wrestling. But going into this weekend, I think he'll be fine. Alexander Volkov, on the other hand, obviously he's won nine of his last 11 fights. He's coming off of that win over Alistair Overeem and he's just he tends to go under the radar a bit Alexander Volkov I mean on his day he's a fantastic heavyweight he hasn't lost um, in over a year before that his last defeat before the Curtis Blades defeat was against Derek Lewis back in 2018 I believe so he's coming off of a good win against Walt Harris and Alistair Overeem he's in good form right now and I think he's going like I said he's going under the radar a bit Um He's, like I said, he's a striker at heart who is most comfortable standing up and the majority of his professional wins have come via knockout. He's got a sensational reach. He's got very heavy hands. He's also, he's always very deadly and accurate whilst he's throwing. And I'm thoroughly looking forward to, to seeing Alexander Volkov this weekend because he always looks to stay busy. Um, <laughs> touching upon it earlier, I did say Cyril Garner will have problems wrestling. Alexander Volkov probably won't look to wrestle, but if the fight does go to the floor, Volkov you know, is accomplished on the map. But again, like I said, he's a clean striker at heart. I personally, I get why Silgan is the favourite here because he hasn't shown much weaknesses up to this point. He's unbeaten and he just went the distance and won via um, decision against the dangerous fight in Jarzino Rosenstreich. But you've got to look at Volkov in this one. I mean, he'll be the underdog going into this one. I think on his day, he can knock anyone's lights out. But with that being said, I'm on the Silgana hype train. I think he'll get it done via decision. I think he'll be able to, to sort of stay away from those powerful shots from Volkov. But I know I'm going for a gun via decision. If you fancy like a, a cheeky pun, I would go for a Volkov via knockout in the third, second or third round. But I'm predicting a gun via decision. I think you're absolutely right. I think Gagne wins this fight. I think he takes care of business. He is a favorite, only minus yeah. 151. So it's not it's not too bad. Side favorite. Yeah, it's not too bad. I think you're right. I'm bet I'm definitely betting uh Gagne here to win the fight at the minus 151. I think you know prop bets decision looks like this probably going to be the way it goes. Mm. I think you're right with the decision. But you think that uh Volkov could catch him, catch him just off guard a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's got the the knockout power there, and he can literally knock out any heavyweight in the division, apart from that, like the Ngannou's and Derek Lewis's. But apart from that, he can knock out any of the top fifteen contenders. And if, like you said, if Garner sort of gets caught off guard, then Volkov will be there to counter and put him away. So that 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 bet within itself is a. Uh, it's not too ambitious like it's there for the taking and um, many people will probably jump on the Volkov via some sort of knockout and however many rounds it take but no I'm going for Garner by decision but the knockout is there for Volkov okay all right yeah I'm in the same boat what do you got up next uh next up I believe I've got Evan St. Prue versus Tanabosa hey um, speaking of has-beens <laughs> <laughs> you're done with that yeah <laughs> yeah, we got OSP versus Talibosa. Um This is an awkward one. Uh, obviously, OSP is 38 years of age. He's probably getting towards the end of his career. 
he's coming off of that defeat to Jamal Hill uh, via knockout, whereas Tano Boso himself is coming off of a defeat. I think it was two weeks ago at the top of my head versus uh, Leo Latifi. Um, so both men not in best of forms right now. And naturally, over the years, we've seen OSP compete at 205. Obviously, this fight is going to take place at heavyweight. So it'll be interesting to see OSP back in the heavyweight division and how he can fare against Tano Bosa. Um, when you look at Bosa, he's got a purple belt in BJJ and he tends to sort of rely on his cardio, his hand speed and his leg kicks are very, very good. He works those leg kicks well and the three out of his last four wins have been knockouts. So I think the, the, the likelihood for Bosa in this one is to probably get the finish. He grew up studying karate. So as I said there, the leg kicks and the footwork will be a big part of this game going into this weekend. OSP, like I said, he's not in the best of form right now, but he's... Back in the day, he's probably one of the most proven fighters in the 205 division. He's extremely dangerous standing up with that knockout power. And he has that devastating leg kicks. But personally, I think going into this one, Bosa will probably be the harder man in this one. I think Bosa is the favourite going into this one. And rightly so, based on his consistency, the hand speed and the advantage and his striking accuracy. I think it'll be a stand-up fight whereby Bosa will probably get the best out of uh, OSP. And I think he'll get the late finish. So I'm going to go for a third round TKO. Third round TKO for Boser. Oh, that's I like that. I like that an awful lot. I, I uh, let's see. Boser is minus one eighty one, and I do think he's going to win the fight. I agree with you one hundred percent. I I have no problem laying the one eighty one on Boser to win the fight. Uh, gun to my head, you know, it's probably a decision. Like <clears> you said, these guys are not. You know, they're not a, a top form either. One of them right now. No. Yeah, so maybe it's a little bit of a sloppier fight decision for Boser is probably the way I'd lean. But again, yeah. minus 181, lay it and win 100 bucks. Yes, it's, it's a safe bet in my opinion. I think so too. It's too bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's always sad to see something like OSP like at this, at this stage of their career. Yeah. What do you got up next? Uh, next up, I believe I've got Rani Barsalas versus Team of Alive. And on paper, this is... I think this one will be probably one of the you know, better fights in the main of, main card. I'm thoroughly looking forward to this one. You look at Rowney Barcelos, he's undefeated in the UFC with a 5-0 record, I believe. Um, again, he's turned 34 this year and I think he deserves... I think Rowney Barcelos deserves a true you know, contender in the bantamweight division right now. I think if he gets the win over Team of Alive, they'll probably earn... You know, the shot at the top 15 ranked guys. So I think he's got to go out there and get the job done. He's a very skilled, accomplished fighter. And I I think that Barcelos will be the one who closes it. I think both men match up great on paper. Um, Barcelos has the edge and power, wrestling, and has the submission skill set and the durability, as well as the perfect counter striking to push Belive's aggression. And I think in the end, Barcelos will probably score. The decision victory. I think this one will be close. You know, like I said, both men match up well, but in terms of that little bit of more heart and aggression and dedication, I think Barcelos takes it on this one. So I'm going to go for Rowney Barcelos by decision. 100% agree with you again, step for step. Man, man. What's happening there today? I don't know. I don't know. If you'd been on last week, been drinking this morning. <laughs> if you'd been on last week, we would have disagreed on every single fight. And you probably, Almost certainly. You would have turned a profit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you 100%. Barcelos, I think he wins. He's minus 216. So we're starting to get into, you know, we have to pay a little bit of money here, but I, I'm really not that worried about it. Um, hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm throwing 216 on him. Decision. That's, that's my uh, lean there. Guess who's back? Back again. 
my bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. All right. What else you got? The final fight I believe I've got is Shavkat Romanov versus Michelle Pizeres. And going into this one, I'm I'm totally on the Shavkat Romanov uh, hype train. He's a big favorite for a reason. He's 26 years of age. He's 13 and 0. And you know, if he can get a comfortable win this weekend, it'll probably the do- doors will open for Shavkat Romanov. I think it'll take probably at least two more wins under his belt before he'll face the top 15 contenders. But at 26 years of age, at 13 and 0, you know, there, there, there are options for Shavkat going forward. And you look at Michel Pazeres, his last fight was uh, two years ago, I believe. And that was Ishmael Nodayev and he lost by convincing decisions. So at 39 years of age to be stepping in there with one of the hottest prospects in the welterweight division, it, it doesn't bode well for Michel Pazeres. You look at Shavkat, he impressed on the, the both the European and the Asian scene. And I think his success early days, or, or, well, earned him the contract to the UFC. So I'm thoroughly looking forward to seeing him again. I think if I'm going to be honest with you, Shavkat can win this fight in any sort of way he possibly can. He can get the knockout, he can get the submission. And like I said on his debut, UFC debut about eight months ago, he submitted Alex Oliveira. So confidence is through the roof with Shavkat Romanov and going into this weekend I'm probably going to say a decision on this one I think he will be cautious in his approach but I do say what I did say earlier that he can finish the fight by any way necessary you know he can get the early knockout he can get the submission but I think for Shavkat Romanov this will be his first fight in Vegas or in America so I think he'll be a bit cautious in his approach going forward I think he'll want to impress Dana White and the company because like I said he is a big deal in the welterweight division I think give him two or three more fights he'll be facing the bigger guys at 170 so I'm probably going to lean towards well, I say lean I'm definitely betting Shavkat Romanov in this one via decision but I think Pacera's his best shot in sort of getting Romanov I think he's got to clip him early and sort of shock Shafkat a bit but I, I cannot see that happening at all you know 39 years of age 
coming off of a defeat two years ago against the hungry young contender. I think all signs are pointing towards a reminder of his decision victory on this one. Ooh, I agree with everything you said again. Uh, <laughs> Rachmanov, it, it looks like to be absolutely just going to come out and dominate. Just yeah, absolute, one-sided. <laughs> absolutely dominate. He's minus 311. And again, mm. this fight, maybe more than any of the others, I'd be really scared about you know picking an outcome. I would probably just bet Rachmanov to win fork down the 311 to get a hundred dollars back because you look at these stats it's incredible seven ko's or tko's six submissions zero decisions hmm. man oh man i have no idea which way this fight's going to go i mean i guess i'll lean decision with you maybe the uh, flying over to america is going to you know make him a little little tentative a little cautious but hmm. agree 100 percent. he's going to be on this the stage he's going to win uh, you know who knows where his head's at 100 percent yeah, and I've just seen the stats now. Shavkat is six foot one compared to Michelle Pozeres, who's five foot six. And he has a significant reach advantage over Michelle Pozeres. So I think Shavkat will probably end up dominating the fight and just sort of pick him apart early doors. So I'm thoroughly looking forward to the return of Shavkat Romanov in this one. And when you look at the height and reach advantage in favor of Shavkat, it is scary and it is frightening. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a tough night for Michelle over there. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, boy. All right. You got, that's it for you? You got anything else? Oh, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Oh. Obviously, I'm guessing you've got a couple up your belt. I do. I do. I want to look at... Let's let's start from the bottom, work our way up. Yeah. It's uh, Yancey Medeiros versus Demir Haddock. And I think Demir at the minus 145, there's a ton of value there. I think Demir comes out. He's going to take care of business. I, I'm, I'm thinking the first fight of the night, we're going to cash some money. So give me a Demir Haddock. Uh, I'm just trying to decide... I guess decision. Fuck. It's going to be all decisions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a 15 minutes or 25 minutes throughout the whole night. It's going to be a long evening, even mm-hmm. though for the UK fight uh, fans, I believe the main event starts at midnight. That's not too bad. So I, I, we can't complain. Yeah, it's not too bad, even though yeah. it's probably going to go all the way to the judges' scorecards. For, for somebody who's not in school and who's unemployed, it shouldn't I've be a problem. I've got no excuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if Ben Cartledge is refereeing or officiating this weekend, <laughs> then we'll probably be waiting like 10 minutes for a scorecard. So it might be a late one at the end of the day. Hmm. Who knows? What do you got in the fight, though? But in terms of the fight, yeah, uh, I'm probably leaning towards Yancey Medeiros in this one. I think he's... His record, you know, it's it's not as bad as everyone thinks. He's lost to some very, very tough fighters inside the UFC. And I think he's still got the power and he's so durable. You know, he's tough, tough as old boots. So I think he's got the experience and the edge going into this one. And I think he will ultimately end up sort of outpointing Damir in this one. So I'm going to go for the Yancey Medeiros by decision. You're going to bet that way or are you leaning that way? Uh, I'll bet that way. Oh, I like it. I love it when we go head Confident. to head. Head to head. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see i got another one coming up here uh let's talk about this one this is a this is a, a lottery ticket i don't know if you have a lot do you have the lottery over there yeah we do okay this of is course a- we do we're brits <laughs> okay uh, um it's uh julia avila versus the mm-hmm. other julius uh strazinko Stro- strolinko strolinko there it is strolinko <laughs> uh, strolinko yeah. is plus 293 and i think there's a ton ton of value on her i think she can stand stand toe to toe with julia and i think it's going to go to the judges and god only knows what's going to happen there <laughs> anything can happen right so i think <laughs> I, i'm gonna throw a little bit of a flyer give me uh strelenko uh plus 293 
Yeah, Stolyarenko obviously is a moderate underdog going into this one and Julia Avila is a huge favourite and both women are coming off of defeats whereas you look at Avila, she's coming off that loss to Sejar Eubanks and Stolyarenko is coming off that defeat to Yannick Unitskaya and this is a, that was her first appearance inside the under the UFC banner so it was it was a bit unfair on on Julia Stolyarenko because Yannick Unitskaya is a top contender at weight and to throw him immediately against Yannick Unitskaya it was probably a tough one she probably needed a, a lower ranked contender to work her way up so I, I think this one will go to the judges scorecards I think on paper Stolyarenko is probably durable enough to withstand Avia's power and her various you know armbar transitions and she'll be able to sort of hold her own inside the octagon but at the end of the day I think Avia will you know, get a comfortable unanimous decision victory on this one, but it will be tough for Avia because, as I said there, Stolyarenko is tough on the day, and it really is tough to to put a woman like Julia Stolyarenko away inside the Otscom. Do you want a better side on this one, or are you just going to hang back and watch? <laughs> because it's me and you today, I'll be cheeky and bet it. Ah, oh, decision <laughs> win for yeah, decision win for Avia. Avia, all right. Oh, let's see. I got a couple more here. Jai Herbert versus Renato Mocano. Mocano, whatever. Mocano. Yeah, Jai <laughs> Herbert. I mean, he's only thirty-three. Is 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 it? Is that it? Is his career winding down? Because I think Renato's going to come out and just dominate. He's minus two forty-six, heavy favorite. I have no fear in betting Renato here. Um, it is a tough one. At the end of the day, I know he's like as you alluded to there. He's thirty-three years of age, Jai Herbert. Um. I do like this fight and from a neutral standpoint. I think loads of people will be tuning in for this one. Renato Moicano is coming off of that defeat to Fizaev. Uh, but before that, he won against Amir Hadzovic. But again, him, he's not been in the best of forms. Lost to Chanting Young and uh, Jose Aldo. So he's, he's been in some tough bouts over the last couple of years. I know he's lost three out of his last four fights, but like I said, they were tough opponents. So, you, you know, I'll come some slack at the end of the day and you look at Jai Herbert, he's coming off that defeat on his UFC debut to Francisco Trinaldo and that was just brutal in the way it happened. So, has he learned from this, that fight? I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But I think going into this one, I'm thoroughly looking forward to it. It will be at lightweight. So naturally, Jai Herbert will be the bigger man because Renato Moicano, as we've seen over the last couple of years or so throughout his career, he's been used to competing at featherweight. So how will he fare moving up to 155 against a natural bigger contender? Um, I'm probably going to lean towards Moicano, or I say lean, I'm probably going to bet Renato Moicano via submission because as soon as Renato gets the fight to the floor, it is very dangerous to get out of and eventually he will get the, a rear naked choke or some sort of submission under his belt. So I'm probably going to bet Renato Moicano via second round submission. Second round submission. I like it. Hmm. All right. Uh, I agree with you. We're looking at his stats, it's seven. It's either decision or submission. submission. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of the two. <laughs> so you pick. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but I, I mean, honestly, I don't have a big problem betting the minus two, the minus 246. Hmm here so yeah yeah i mean if you want to follow james and take all his advice that's it if you want to turn a profit just just bet with me it'll be good yeah, yeah just play it safe and boring <laughs> <laughs> all right i've got one last fight and this one has me scratching my head you're gonna to have to explain this one to me it's nicholas yeah. dalby versus tim means nicholas yeah. dalby is the underdog plus 115 i've got him winning this fight uh almost handily so i love this i love that i'm catching a plus line here we're gonna make some money on this i want to bet to nicholas dalby am i crazy 
No, I don't think you're crazy at all. I think Tim Means, obviously, he's coming off of a decision win over Mike Perry. That's only going to boost his confidence highly. He's 37 years of age. So he's, well, I say that. Nicholas Dobby is only 36 himself. But Tim Means has been in amongst the, the UFC and the MMA promotions for a long time now. And you look at his record, he's 31 and 12. So, like I said, he's been there for a long time. Dobby, his career has been a bit stop-start in the octagon. He's had a couple of draws under his belt. And as I said, it's been a bit stop-start. He's had some highs and he's had some very lows in the UFC and across the MMA promotions. So... I think this one will be tough, but I'm, I'm surprised that Nicholas Dolby is the underdog going into this one. I think on his day, he's a, he's a very, very capable athlete. I think what this one will most likely go to the judges' scorecards, and I'm probably going to back um, Nicholas Dolby on this one, though. So in answer to your question, you are not crazy whatsoever, <laughs> as much as I seem to think that on a daily basis. Yeah, well, I ask that question a lot. Man, <laughs> let's see here. Yeah, I'm looking at... I'm looking at Tim Means's record. It's you know, it's that's a lot of that's a lot of wear and tear on the body. What's that? He's 31 mm. and 12. Oof, that's a lot. That's a lot. Dolby's only lost via decision ever. So there it is. Yeah, yeah. Decision is where I probably lean, but again, he's catching, he's catching the plus line. So who cares? Just bet the plus line. <laughs> yeah, make some money. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.